0: Welcome to the Missions Podcast, a show that explores your hard questions on missions, theology, and practice to help goers think and thinkers go. Alex Kochman, Director of Advancement and Communications, joined by Scott Dunford, as always. In the flesh. Yes. In person, on video, live at the Radius Missiology Conference 2021 at Bethlehem Baptist Church in Minneapolis, Minnesota. You, you said that right, and with Thank the you. right, right accent, even. All
1: right, I've been, I've been working on it. That That's cultural, you know, all that mission stuff, right? That's Every time you say uh, the hard, qu- your hard questions, I always kind of chuckle because I'm always a little worried that they will be hard, and that they're not yours, but someone else's. So, well, And that's what we're doing here, yeah, actually, so right? You've got a bunch of questions. You're going to grill me, put me on the hot yes. seat. <laughs> well, it's good to be here. We just heard an amazing sermon by Brooks Buser uh, talking about incarnational ministry and really emphasizing the cost of, of following Christ. A couple things he said uh, during the sermon really stood out to me. Um, one is, one local church is worth giving your life for. And, you know, we we tend to think about that in terms of, like, bigger is better.
0: When you hear this phrase, one local church is worth giving your life for, kind of what what hits you, Alex? Well, first of all, I don't see how that would be a popular statement in a lot of modern missiology, right? I mean, isn't isn't the idea of multiplication sort of the... Uh, status quo right now. I mean, I think we want to see expansion. We want to see, you know, a multiplying effect. And I think that that's inherently good. Like, I think we can have a view of God's purposes in the world where we're looking at it from a 30,000 foot standpoint and we can pray and seek and ask God to do big things long term. Uh, But the idea of having such a small impact, I, I would think that a lot of people heading to the field would be interested in missions because they don't want to just give their lives for one local church. Those things are almost in tension with each other, right? Yeah.
1: I loved how he brought out Acts uh, 20.17 and Paul's last charges to the uh, the Ephesian elders there, and Great and, and really just reminded them of the, the of his ministry among them as an example. And so he brought up this next point, which can be kind of controversial too. Not really controversial, but it's often mis differently understood. When people yeah. talk about incarnational ministry, uh, he's bringing out the idea that. Christ is is the only true model of incarnational ministry any other ministry. We're doing is an imitation of Christ, right? And so as you think about the people we work with and we're talking to um, How important is it that we are modeling Christ in incarnational ministry in these places? We're serving
0: Yeah, and we did an episode about that a little while back about you know This word incarnational gets thrown around as a Mm -hmm. buzzword, right? Um, the incarnation is an unrepeatable one-time historic event, and so how helpful is that as a buzzword? I don't know, but I, I think that so much of even where we're at, whether it's in missions, whether it's in evangelicalism in general, the social justice controversy, all of it, is because there is a, a temptation that we have to sever this link between word and deed, ministry, and not know how to marry those things together well. And I, I think. A rut that we could get into um, in our circles with what we're doing with the Missions Podcast, with what Radius is about, with what ABWE and other like-minded organizations are about, is we're focused on gospel proclamation. We're focused on local church planting. That, that is the meat and potatoes of mission. But it requires being there bodily, mm-hmm. learning language, learning culture right. year after year, just as you would pastoring in the Bay Area, yeah. right? Um, just as we're doing in York at our church. You know, you're, you're living life alongside of people. And deed ministry is going to come out of that, you know, presence with people. You know, all the things that we've sort of been... Taking for granted up until COVID and those things were taken away from us. But I think that that's got to be a part of the conversation. Uh, otherwise, yes, absolutely. Gospel proclamation is central, but you have to be there, right? You have to be present. Yeah. He did a great
1: job of like just sharing the stories. Uh, from the MBMB tribe and being adopted into that community and learning the culture, learning the language, and then getting to the place where a church church was established and is reproducing itself, it was was beautiful. And he he brought out something that was very challenging. And I, I was talking to a dad here, that's kind of dealing with some of this with his own kids that are thinking about going and serving overseas and he says if we shave off time through shortcuts the price will be paid at some point he's talking about the cost of ministry like you know we can we can give up the the pain of of like moving overseas and learning language you know, we can we can figure a shortcut to do that we can find shortcuts in gospel proclamation we can cut shortcuts in church planting methods but he says at some point the price will be paid and he bringing from acts 20 he says usually the cost is a, the, of those left behind so we, we cut costs we, we cut corners on this end but down the road in the life of the church that's yeah. where the pain is felt so it really brings out the idea of the fact that hey let, let's count the cost up front yeah. let's not leave that yeah. to our to our descendants
0: we have kind of seen this in, even in government right <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah we'll just kick it down the road right which and, a lot of good comes from that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that <laughs> passage in Acts has been really formative in my life. So, you know, those that listen to the show regularly, you're the one that did the thing. You were the missionary on the field. I'm just your wingman. I don't know. But the, uh, the, the, what I was doing prior to this was I was in student ministry and I was a youth pastor at a church. And one of the hardest things leaving that to get into missions mobilization was leaving behind those students, right? Knowing the stats on how many of them would forsake mm-hmm. their faith after that time in middle school and high school and college. And uh, God used Acts 20 in a, a really strong way in my life because it's, it's Paul saying like, hey, I've preached the full counsel of God's Word. Mm-hmm. I've, you know, night and day exhorting you, but watch out because false teachers are going to come up through your ranks. And, and God used that to uh, instill in me this sense of, okay, they're not my flock. They're the Lord's flock. Yes, they will face dangers and risks, you know, but I've, I've done my best for the time that I was with them. Um, to to preach and teach accurately and rightly. Um, But that needs to be injected into the thinking on missions. Uh, There was a well-known debate, you guys are probably aware, between Chad, who's involved in Radius here, and Ted Esler, who's the president of Missio Nexus, and uh, in their conversation about disciple-making movements and church-planting movements, DMM, CPM, issues that we're talking a lot about here. Um, one of the interesting points in that dialogue was um, Chad bringing up the point of, well, what about heresy? If we're not staying long-term, if we're not discipling people long-term and knowing their language and their culture well enough to speak to the issues that they're facing, won't the fruit of that be that heresy can pop up a lot more readily and there aren't the mechanisms in place in those churches for them to be addressed in a healthy manner? And Ted's response you know, was that he hasn't seen that happening yet. Um, the problem is we have to look longer term, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, and that's that's not to rip on Ted or anything like that at all. But I think we can all agree that the, you judge fruit long term. You, you have to judge the fruit long term. Well, and that's what's happening right? in America and yeah. some of the
1: fruit of some uh, shortcut methods and the heresies that pop up. Yeah. I mean, we're dealing with even Trinitarian heresies. Yeah. And you're like, we don't have the Trinity at, right after 2,000 years? <laughs> like, we, we have to keep... Keep, keep digging, keep yeah. going deep. Yeah, we're gonna we're going to pay the price if we're not thinking long-term. Maybe the last thing we'll talk about, about Brooks' message, was he, he said in a challenge, and, and you and I are both local church guys, um, pastoral ministry, he said, he challenged us to send our best. Send, send the ones that will hurt if you lose. So what was what, you know what, what is our yeah. encouragement to pastors who are listening going like I, I immediately thought of a couple people in my church that I cannot afford to lose, yeah. and uh, at least I think I can't afford to yeah. lose them. And I, I, Lord willing, I was one you know one of those guys that yeah. a church felt like they couldn't afford to lose yeah. that served overseas. Um, so the idea of sending your best, you know, what 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 our encouragement would be to pastors yeah. who are wrestling with that going like man, we just are getting over COVID, and now you know my my lead elder or these Bible teachers, this sweet young couple that's like
0: exciting but discipling people at home, they want to go overseas, what do you want to say to them? Well, I mean, for you, you're putting your money where your mouth is on that. Yeah, Our church would be too. Our churches are both under 100, Mm -hmm. right? Oh yeah. On a typical Sunday. And yeah, you, you feel it acutely in those situations. For us we 're already experiencing this, so one of our guys um, was just just passed his oral exam for his ordination, and in our fellowship, we have a he 'll be on a two year probationary period once he receives the official call from our church, and then he 'll be um, officially ordained after that point. but we 're already talking about what if in five years he planted the church in our city. Um, one of the things that I would say is, okay, we can all agree in theory that's probably the right thing to do, right? To send sons and daughters, not just cents and dollars, as David Platt has said, right? To be sent... Yeah, that's good, right? right I didn't come up with it. That's Platt. Probably but, he was president. Yeah. For a while. Yeah, right? That's, that's, some good, that's some really good alliteration right there. <laughs> um, if you're Baptist, you have to alliterate. Yes. But we can all agree, like, that's the right thing we should be doing. We should be proactive. We should be willing to lose our best. I think it's also helpful to realize that that doesn't have to be an overnight thing. Yeah. So we're talking about that being five years from now. So he's super involved. He's, he's really involved in the day-to-day operations of the church right now. He's working part-time. We're, we're trying to get him on mm-hmm. full-time, but he's already teaching several times a year. He's already on our elder board. You know, There's a lot of things that we're doing, but we can prepare. We can mm-hmm. make that a gradual transition. We can start to set aside budget proactively so that by the time we're ready to potentially send him out for church planting, we're ready. So it doesn't have to be this bandaid that you rip off all at once, right? So we're, we're privileged to be here. We'll be here in the next yeah. two days We
1: want to encourage you if you're just tuning in to this podcast You can get a lot more of the kind you can go back and listen to Brooks's message You can hear Mark Devers message, which is going on uh, if you go to missionspodcast.com Slash radius and you can get 33% off that online ticket. Yeah Since You can't be here in person the next best thing is to join us online Yeah, so missions podcast slash radius 33% off
0: and one more thing we are also going to be on Radius's main stream at 12.30 Central Time, 1.30 p.m. Eastern. We're gonna be on their stream, so if you use that link, if you register at missionspodcast.com slash radius, you'll see us. We'll be interviewing uh, Paul Davis, Wayne Chen, Brad Bueser, Chad Vegas will have a great panel lined up happening in the main auditorium here at Bethlehem. And so you'll be able to watch that online for only $10 viewing pass awesome. with that code. So go ahead there. And until next time, thanks for listening.